1: Well, we talk a lot about food trends and and food fads here on this show and on, a, on all of our shows, but enough with those food trends. Today's show is brought to you by iFit Nourish. If you want to be sure that you're getting all of the nutrients that your body needs, opt for iFit Nourish. It's a customized protein drink that's made for you and only you. You go on the website, I did this. You put all of your information in about what your, your fitness goals are. Are you trying to lose weight? Are you trying to gain muscle? Are you trying to gain weight overall? Are you trying to get healthy in some other way? And they will customize, and what flavors do you like? They will customize protein shakes just for you. Unlike other nutritional shakes, though, iFit does this personalization mix. It delivers the highest quality fruits, veggies, and protein, plus 25 essential vitamins and minerals, and there is no artificial flavors, no added colors, no preservatives or fillers ever. So if you want to try this stuff, you just go to ifitnourish.com slash tesh, that's I F I T N O U R I S H dot com slash Tesh and you get a free fourteen serving bag of nourish mix and a shaker bottle. I have more shaker bottles than I know what to do with But <laughs> you, you don't, really do. They're all in this place. So don't. do you, by the way. Yeah, I know. Uh, so that's iFitnourish.com slash Tesh, and you can create your personalized formula today. Now, John, you may not know this, but I have a signature scent. Did you know that? um I didn't know that no, I, I have you, 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 yeah I mean I, every now and then if you haven't had a shower I can smell your signature that scent. that is not but. my signature scent that is something else but I wear I wear blue de Chanel it's the cologne that I like I wear that almost all the time I wear it when we go whenever we're anywhere blue de Chanel yeah it's, it's a Chanel's men's cologne called blue okay yeah so and and fragrances though are very expensive I spend a ton of money on it but it's a great gift for the holidays Luckily, FragranceX.com offers the largest selection of perfume and cologne at the lowest prices. You can save up to 80% on brand name perfumes like Dolce & Gabbana, Burberry, Calvin Klein, Hugo Boss, and hundreds more, including many discontinued scents, which is pretty impressive. I know mom likes Tova. I'm going to check it out and see if they have Tova. You can't buy Tova anywhere else. They got free shipping, free returns, and a 100% guarantee of authenticity, FragranceX, It's no wonder they have millions of happy subscribers. So if you want to get this perfect holiday gift for him or her, you know, if you want to get them blue de Chanel like I wear, uh, listeners can get an extra 20% off if you go to fragrancex.com, F-R-A-G-R-A-N-C-E-X.com. And if you use offer code TESH20, you get that 20% off.
2: Really nicely done. That's, Thank awesome. You. that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So is that and that's it for now.
1: That's it for now. Uh,
2: people are checking in here. Uh, we again, we are we're not only live on our uh, podcast, but also live uh, on Facebook.com/slash John Tesh. Tell your friends. Uh, lots of people checking checking in from Colorado, from Oceanside, from uh, from Roscoe, Illinois. Gib, I want to uh, mention to folks um, that uh, I can't find the the uh, here it is. No, here it is. Here it is. Right here. Uh, that we have a concert coming up and Tesh we're gonna, music.com. Yeah, Teshmusic.com. and we're going to be in uh in Downey, California. Been there. Uh, yeah,
1: which is a, which is
2: a nice place and so one of my uh, best
1: friends from college was born in Downey. <laughs> we, he was a, he was a Downey guy.
2: We we love to have you guys uh there. So let's um uh and by the way, I'm I'm also the um I should have a camera behind me. I'm the guy who's uh who is switching this. Um, they're, they're, I'm cutting the camera, so I'm doing this and this and this, and so that's why i I sound a little uh, jumbled. Anyway, he's we're bragging gonna, right now about what <laughs> he's able to do. We're gonna talk, Gabe, um, We're gonna talk about uh, the next big health food trends. Prevention magazine did the research, and here's what they say is in for 2018. I wanted to get your uh, take on these once uh, one at a time. First, uh, juicing is uh, is still hot, uh, but it's really losing yeah. its it's losing its momentum. Apparently, we've, we've
1: stopped juicing a lot of what we do.
2: Yeah because we 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 don't want the we don't want the sugar. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh anyway, so juicing is uh, is still hot, but the newest way to detox is souping with sippable soups in bottles unlike uh, juices that don't contain any fiber. Bottled soups are packed with vegetables and retain the fiber um of the produce. I I did not know that there was such a thing as uh, I didn't as either,
1: I didn't either. I didn't know there was bottled soups. Yeah. yeah I mean, so, I know canned soups, but now you get them in a bottle,
2: which is which is amazing because as much time as we spend on Amazon uh and as much time as they spend uh, suggesting things yeah. for us, I'm really surprised that. Well,
1: uh, I've never bought soup off of Amazon, so why would they suggest bottle soup? <laughs> yeah, that's true. But you bought you've bought juices and you bought uh, I bought juices, ketogenic stuff. I, I buy I buy these uh, miracle noodles, which is not uh-huh. soup. I, it's yeah. a vegan, um, low glycemic, no no carb. Um, they're just pre made noodles, and right, it, they're right, unbelievable. Right, right. So I get to I get to scratch a noodle itch. Well, that's awesome. So yeah. that's uh, but, so, so I need to now get some canned or some jarred. What is it? Bottled soups.
2: Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so souping is uh, is very hot right now. For it's going to be even hotter for uh, for 2018. Also, um, you know, we're we're always talking about about coconut oil because we have a lot of coconut oil because on this ketogenic diet. And yep. It's really really healthy for you. Even I mean, even for chap lips, you can use it for your skin. Yeah, to clean your banisters. Um, <laughs> but uh, but avocado oil is now being used in an increasing number of products, from chips to mayonnaise to beauty products. And you are the
1: avocado king. I mean, well, I wish I was the avocado king. That would imply that I had, you know, a series of avocado groves and, uh, you know, an operation of distribution to local grocery stores. But I don't. (laughs) I just happen to love avocados. And I I know plenty of people will be out and they don't like avocados. And I just say, give me the avocado that you're not going to eat. I'm a huge fan of it. And the oil is a great, healthy fat to put into your body. So I use avocado oil almost as much as I use olive oil and coconut oil now. Uh, and, it, and it's got a great taste. It's great.
2: Melissa Carrick says, "Do you both eat Kerry?" I think they meant. It probably got uh, corrected, autocorrected. You both eat keto. Yes. Um, yeah, we do. Um, and and uh, you know, we can explain a little bit more of that later once we get through this. These are these are the top things that we're talking about uh, the, the healthy trends for 2018, according to Prevention Magazine. We quote Prevention Magazine a lot. Actually, Prevention Magazine um, is one of the magazines that really. Gave us the idea for starting intelligence for your life, Gib. I mean, it was, uh, you know, we, when I was looking at, uh, you know, where Connie had all these, uh, my wife had all of these, um, uh, these magazines with sticky notes on them. And, and uh, and I was like, oh my God, what a great idea yeah. for uh, finding these articles. So, so prevention magazine, Oprah magazine, better homes and gardens, and, and a lot of the, a lot of the newsletters. Uh, okay. So, so to review a uh, 2018 prevention is saying souping, um, also avocado oil. And then next, and this is something that I know you really believe in and give, um, is uh, is uh, ginger? So yeah. So now uh, ginger waters, juices, and infusions—you'll see them in the, on the market. Um, now ginger is it raises your internal body temperature, right? So it's an yeah. anti, anti-inflammatory, and, and it helps in digestion. And give uh, research from Columbia University says just one teaspoon of ginger ignites fat burning enough to cancel out an extra forty-three calories. That's amazing. I, have you ever
1: just eaten plain ginger? Yes, you it's, feel it's, you literally it, feel warmer after you eat it. It's a little intense for me. It, <laughs> just just, just um, as eating, eating the ginger root. Yeah, you just shave a little bit off and I, I mean I put it into smoothies. It makes the whole smoothie just that much brighter. I'm a huge ginger fan. We just buy little chunks of ginger root at the store and we bring it and and we throw like we cut little hunks off of it and throw it into smoothies. It is it is phenomenal. I'm a huge ginger fan and it adds a little bit of spice to anything you eat. It's not it's like an uninvasive spiciness. I enjoy it. So,
2: um what let's talk about the milk trends over the last several years. So first there was Regular milk, right? It used to come in the in the, in the milk, mil, milk carton. Yeah, still exists. Yeah, um, and then there was um, low fat milk, uh, fat free milk, two percent. You know, all the rest of that. Mm-hmm. And and now uh, you're going way back to like oh yeah, yeah. Well, to to when to when I used to you know I'd take the milk bottles. And out then Louis Pasteur was born. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> um, but then, but then along came. Was there something before almond milk that was popular? Or was it just soy? Okay. Yeah. So soy, so, soy, soy and milk, rice. Yeah. When I was a yeah. kid,
1: soy milk and rice milk were the two milks, alternative milks you'd get. And there was uh, lactate. And I didn't mind lactate. Lactate actually tasted more like milk than soy milk or rice milk did back then. Yeah. So I was, I was a big fan of the lactate because you were dairy-free when you came into my life. And so sure, sure. you had la- lactate was your thing. That was back when lactose intolerance was, was as popular as gluten intolerance is now. So everybody, oh no, I can't eat that. I'm lactose intolerant. So that, that was back then. So now now we found out some negatives to the soy milk, the phytoesterides, those those estrogen-mimicking compounds that have all kinds of issues when it comes to women and breast cancer, men and their estrogen levels. And so nut milks have become increasingly popular. They are, if you don't get them sweetened, they're a little hard to drink for a lot of people, but they are low-calorie, I mean, sorry, low-glycemic, um, low and there's not a lot of other stuff in them. It's just, there's just kind of a milky taste. And, and and it's a milk. So if you want to have a cereal and not have the additional carbs or uh, or the, the milk sugars, lactose, or uh, or even the phytoesterides and soy, nut milks have gotten really popular. But almond milk is sort of the king around California. I know that, that you can also get... Um, I've gotten macadamia nut milk, but uh, tell me more about cashew yeah, milk. Yeah,
2: that's what it takes us to, uh, to cashew milk. So this is supposed to be one of the... We're talking about the uh, Prevention Magazine's uh, hot new uh, fitness trend food. So... Uh, forty percent jump in Pinterest users pinning, sharing, and liking photos and videos yeah. involving cashew milk, and that's really now one of the uh, one of the trendsetters, right? When you see something blowing up on Pinterest, you know mm-hmm. that uh, a lot of people are using it. Yep. So it's so it's naturally slightly sweeter than than uh, almond butter. It's in- creamier and thicker than both of those, and it is vegan, lactose, cholesterol, saturated fat free, and low in calories. Even lower than uh, than almond milk. I which, love cashews.
1: I I love cashews too. They are. It is a little bit sweeter. They are a little bit higher on the glycemic index than than uh, almonds, Brazil nuts, or cashews, or I mean, or uh, macadamia nuts, which is why it's a little bit sweeter. But yeah, cashews are cashews are amazing. And like I said, like and like the experts say, there is no um, there is no none of this bad side of soy, and it is better for you than a lot of the other milks. I will say this thing about Pinterest though. Pinterest is supposed to be the woman's social network. Yeah. I mean, it's not, but I mean, but it mostly the the demographics break down to be mostly women. Um, but I love it. I love it for design ideas. There's uh, it is my favorite social network going. It's not even very social. It's just me looking at pictures of things that I like, and then pinning them to boards that I never look at again. But I will absolutely tell you that that is a great way to predict trends. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I understand why I understand why that's the thing. I've discovered all kinds of things on Pinterest that I never would have found otherwise. And then you can go right over to Etsy. And and buy whatever it is that you saw. <laughs> so
2: uh, Melissa Carrick says, uh, with any milk or nut, I've heard it's uh, carrageenan that you have to be a watch out for. You're right. Um, she says, but I don't know much about it. A lot of people are saying that they use almond milk in their coffee. Yeah. Um, and there's an argument or a discussion anyway on our Facebook page about how uh, ca- cashews is not a nut. it, it might be a bean. Um, Peanuts are a legume. It's a legume. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah, I, yeah. I, 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 cashews? I'm, I don't know that they they qualify. I think they the cashews are a nut. Well, they might be. So Jennifer Reeves. So Jennifer
2: like Reeves Reeves Gibbs. She says that um, that uh, that legumes, many legumes, and and cashews in particular are are inflammatory, and that brings us to we. I didn't want to digress into this whole thing, but you got to be careful with the with the lectins. nuts and even it, lectins. Yeah. So um, our our good friend. I wish I had a picture of him right now, but our our good friend. Um, Dr. Stephen Gundry, who's been on the podcast, yeah, he's and you can see, you can uh, you you can uh, actually hear his podcast if you just search our podcast on iTunes, and um, and he talks about how there are certain plants that will cause inflammation in your body, and because I went through this whole cancer journey, we had him testing my blood, and so he wants me to stay away from uh, what you're talking about, Jennifer, which is these legumes.
1: Well, that actually brings up an interesting point about about uh, about inflammation. So, so since we're talking about alternative milks. One of the issues that people have with dairy is that it's very inflammatory. It inflames your mucous membranes, all that stuff. Um, And and, uh, the the lactose is a sugar in your body that that a lot of people can't tolerate. So all of that combines to inflammation. And a lot of doctors, especially holistic doctors, are finding or are of the opinion that chronic disease, cancer, uh, coronary artery disease are all the result of chronic inflammation in your system. So if you can do things to get rid of that long-term inflammation, you are going to be on a better path to prevent cancer, uh, to prevent heart disease, and, and those kinds of things. So, uh, I'm a big fan of, of reducing inflammation, although I cannot give up lectin. I cannot give up a lot of the foods that have lectins in them yeah, and be I keto still.
2: I hear you. So, let's, let's review real quickly um, these top food trends from Prevention Magazine that they're predicting for 2018 based on what's already happening this year. Uh, the first is uh, souping and, and Gib, which is basically.
1: <laughs> souping is just eating soup and, in a bottle. But it just sounds so much cooler. Oh, I've been souping lately. Right, exactly. What do you, yeah. what do you even? Yeah. Have it's to... like surfing or something. Yeah, yeah, it just, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then there's uh, avocado oil, which a lot of folks
2: are saying um, is even healthier than coconut oil. Huge and, fan. And we're we're big fans of you know avocado uh, is the is the good fat, and and there are a lot of people, including Dr. Stephen Gundry, who believe that if you make a, make avocado like you do, Gib, you you pour some olive oil in there. And I some, do and some onions, and, mm-hmm. uh, and it, it can, you could live on it. It's, the, it's, the, um, it's a superfood.
1: Yep, it's, a, it's got plenty of fiber, plenty of fat, plenty of calories, you can live on it.
2: And also uh, ginger, and remember ginger, um, uh, all kinds of you know, ginger infusions, whether it's tea or whether it's a drink. Um, I, I think the best thing to do is to, is to buy real ginger and to mm-hmm. make the tea like that so it's not processed and it yes. raises your internal temperature and it can actually uh, kill a cold. And then as we were talking- I'm uh, more of a Marianne man. Uh, oh, ginger, marion, I get it. Okay. Wow, it took yeah, me a yeah, while. Yeah, Sorry about that. Right. Okay, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm busy over here. Sorry <laughs> about that. Uh, and and then uh, and then cashew milk, as I as I said, uh, which is richer and creamier, and, and but be careful because it is a a legume. Okay. So speaking of food, um, what uh, what meal should be the smallest of the day? Here is what the research um, has found. Uh, this is for the uh, from the journal of Pharmacological Research. Uh, you and I talk about this a
1: lot. We're oh, you know, I mean, literally every day we talk yeah. about this concept:
2: when to eat, how much to eat, yep. when, when to fast. What we're trying to do right now, me and, and Connie and Gibb is is we're trying to um, to not eat to fast for sixteen hours a day, and then in an eight. I mean, Connie's doing it for twenty hours a day, and then just eat in in uh, in an eight hour uh, uh, window. But um, this is uh, if if you remember. Um, it's uh, what is it? It's eat. Uh, let me, eat uh, like a king in the morning, yeah, a prince eat, in the in yeah, for yeah, lunch, and right. a pauper for dinner. There it is, and we'll go over that again in a second. But first, uh, people who eat most of their calories in the evening tend to have poor blood sugar metabolism, yeah. which can lead to insulin resistant issues and uh, and weight gain. Now, as I said, this is from the Journal of Pharmacological Research. They found that people who ate more calories at breakfast experienced greater weight loss than those who ate the majority of their calories at dinner. Registered Dietitian Albert Matheny says. Our biggest meal should be prior to our most active time of day. That's the only thing you have to remember, right? So our lightest meal should be when we're the least active. And for most people, that's dinner. So again, as the saying goes, eat breakfast like a king, lunch like a prince, and supper... Like a pauper. Like a pauper.
1: Well, but yeah, unless you are one of those people that does like late night hockey leagues or something, then you can eat as much dinner as you want. But it's a good point. Most of us, we finish dinner, put the kids to bed, or if you don't have kids, you just plop down on the couch without putting the kids to bed. And that's where you sit until you fall asleep. That is not a recipe for caloric burning. All of that, all of the energy that you ate at dinner is going to get stored as fat. That's just, that's what your body's going to do because you're not, you're literally not burning any of it. So that's a great point. However, with IF, intermittent fasting, I, I and, and, and kind of the same way, I, I find that if I don't eat a big breakfast... And this is where I gotta go against the, against the experts. If I don't eat a big breakfast, I can sustain not eating for longer and get deeper into intermittent fasting. Mm-hmm. If I do that, and, and, which makes me deeper into ketosis, yeah, yeah. which is a fat burning state in my body.
2: So Anita Inofre, uh says, just uh, twenty hours? Question mark? Question mark?
1: So you so what it means is you don't eat for twenty hours. So like let's say let's say you start let's say uh, you're going to eat in a four hour window. So you're going to start eating at two p.m. Right. and you can't eat any more food after six p.m. That's how it works. So then for the rest of the day, until the next day at 2 p.m., you cannot eat. Yeah, um, That is intermittent fasting. So it means that you, and you can eat as many calories as you want or within the caloric restrictions of whatever you're eating in that four-hour window. Although I got to say, the more you fast intermittently, the harder it is to get a lot of calories in that time because your stomach can't just can't expand quickly yeah, enough. It's, exactly. it's a great way exactly. if you're trying to lose fat, to lose fat and maintain your calories and nutrition. Yeah, and Renee.
2: uh, Jennifer, Jennifer Reeves says it's hard to go to bed hungry. She says it's really hard for her, but t- you can get used to it, actually.
1: Yeah, I, I, I agree. And I think if you, if you well if you're in ketosis, you're never that hungry, A. And B, try drinking, <laughs> although this goes against a lot of other advice. Souping, souping, try souping. Try souping no. or drinking a lot of water before bed. It'll fill your stomach. Uh, and a lot of times you're not really hungry, you're just tired or bored. At least with me, I do a lot of sna- uh, mindless snacking where I will eat because I'm tired. Or bored, not because I'm actually hungry.
2: Oh my gosh, I went crazy. You know, we're always talking about being in ketosis and mm-hmm. how great we've been uh, been with that diet. But when we got back from this latest uh, tour, oh. we got back from Toronto. I, I, you know, it's, it's we always talk about how you're, um, you're, you crave carbs when you're exhausted, yes. man. I was, <laughs> was eating everything in the house. I just broke my diet completely.
1: Oh my gosh! Well, was, I have never been as tired as I was at the end of that. We had that weird turnaround where we performed and flew uh, on the same day. We flew into Toronto and performed that evening. Uh, that was as exhausting as any as anything I've ever done, and yeah, I started craving carbs as well. Although I have a stronger willpower, apparently, because I did not cheat on the
2: diet. very nicely done. There. okay. So let's move on to uh, to our next topic here on the podcast on the Facebook Live. Uh, it's about it's about your memory, and if you're if you're tired of um, of losing things like your keys or forgetting to buy milk. Uh, There's a way you can boost your brain power. We love these hacks and protect against age-related memory decline. The first thing to do is to, and we've talked about this many times before, is to uh, cue up some classical music. Researchers Mm -hmm. examined what music does to our brain on a molecular level. The result, listening to classical compositions boosts activity in the areas of our DNA that are responsible for memory uh, and learning. So many uh, great things that uh, happen when you listen to classical music.
1: Yeah, it, it is a rich listening experience. And but I've also seen some of the benefits of listening. I'm, didn't we talk about like the benefits of, of heavy metal music that that can actually be good for you in some ways? That it's it can it, help it,
2: you. Yeah, if you if you like if you prefer heavy metal music, that was the, that was the study. Oh, okay, then then, then it's uh, then then it's really good for you. Listening, it's to just it. as good for you as the classical. But the, but the Bach and you know, and, and we're not talking about the about Wagner's uh, Ride of the Valkyries here. We're talking about you know the Bach inventions or even or even uh, Beethoven. Um, you know the 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 math that's coming out of there is really good for your brain.
1: Well, Bach is a Baroque composer, and you know what they say: if it's Baroque, fix, don't fix it. it. Oh, no, don't if fix it's broke, it. you do okay. fix it. Yeah. Okay. So first is uh, <laughs> is for
2: your memory is classical music. And now we've had this tip before, Gib, and um, uh, you can get this. Uh, I have an infuser here. I haven't turned it on today, but. Um, wait, I, I should turn the infuser around. We have these terrible uh, wildfires here in, yeah. uh, in, in Los Angeles.
1: I'm looking out the window, and I see plumes yeah. of smoke and oh, fire God, out. down unbelievable. Poor,
2: these poor people, and, and, and our whole house was, was covered with smoke today, but we're nowhere near the fire, so you can imagine what's going on there. Uh, so rosemary oil is what I'm talking about with an mm. es- essential oil. According to the, listen to this. According to the British Psychological Society, compounds in rosemary enhance our so-called Prospective memory now uh, by seventy five percent. Prospective memory helps you remember to do things in the future, like like remembering to take your medicine in in three hours. You want to enhance your prospective memory. That's
1: genius. Yeah, that's uh, won't that also? I mean, I, I look. I, that's that's great because I'm all. That's literally my biggest problem is I forget. I'm so I'm so discombobulated in the mornings with the kids getting them out the door and stuff. That I forget all kinds of stuff in the morning, I end up dropping one kid off and then having to go back home and getting lunches and then taking lunches back to school because that is how messed up I get during the morning yeah, so i 'm going start uh, i 'm going to start just mainlining you know rosemary oil in the morning just there's something about uh, there
2: 's something about the genius of rosemary um, you know we also had a tip this past summer where if you want to protect your uh, your meats while you 're grilling them you know meat and chicken no seriously is you, you marinate them in um, in rosemary and thyme, and the, the rosemary, uh, um, uh, it, it heads off the uh, the carbon, so oh, you, well. end, you end up with, uh, with with healthier meat. So anyway, back to uh, back to rosemary. That's one of, another way to uh, to improve your um, your uh, your memory. So uh, rosemary oil, which you can get on Amazon, and, and classical also classical
1: music, classical music, which you can also get on Amazon. Amazon has its own music section. Yeah. Yeah. Or, you know, Apple Music or Spotify or wherever you get that stuff. Uh, a lot of people saying, um, it,
2: uh, checking in on our Facebook page as we're doing the podcast here. Um, and a lot of folks thank you guys so much um, saying, hey, I'm glad you're, you're, you're doing well. And for those of you who don't know what they're talking about, um, I just, um, in fact, I haven't talked about it on the, on, on the podcast yet. But, uh, you
1: haven't talked about your new news on the podcast? Yeah, yeah.
2: We, we sent out um, uh, my blood through our friend Chuck Kenworthy, who's our, our buddy who works for Patrick Soon-Shung, um, which is, uh, uh, I know, it's, 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 the company's called Nantworks, yeah. um, and it's an amazing uh, genetics company. If you would uh, like a sample of John's blood, <laughs> just <yeah. laughs> purchase one of his CDs, it's free, we send yeah. it out with him. Yeah, is, uh, they tested my blood, and there's, uh, there are no markers for cancer in there, and so um, after you know, two and a half years, I am, uh, I am free of that disease, so yeah, that, we just found that out a couple of days ago.
1: That's it's amazing. I mean, I've watched you literally watched you and sat by your side going through the chemo and and the whole process just to know, just to to know that it's gone is, is pretty phenomenal. So yes, to everybody's point on, on the Facebook page, we are all glad that he's healthy and doing well. Uh, and as his energy and hormones come back into balance, he's coming back with a fury. You should see this man in the gym. Yeah, right. Uh, go ahead. We should take a quick break okay, fast go ahead. and fast okay. uh, and tell people that today's podcast is also brought to you by the Littleton Coin Company. Now, I don't know anything about coins, but I was recently, we were recently in Canada and I went and I, I wanted to buy coins for my kids to teach them about international currency and stuff. So I went to a coin store. Now, I don't know if they were fleecing me or not. But I got some coins that I thought looked cool because ultimately that's all I was interested in was having my kids look at something interesting while I explained to them the difference between different countries and coins. But if I had inherited like a really good old coin collection, I would not know what to do with it. Well, thankfully, Littleton Coin is here to help. For over 70 years, Littleton Coin has been helping people just like us sell their coins and currency. And as an industry leader in collectible coins and currency, Littleton can...
0: What if you could have a career No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: Pay you more because they are bigger, because they've been around longer. They can afford to pay more than some of the other guys. They don't need the margins. Plus, in 2016, the company's president, David Sundman, received the ANA, the American Numismatic Association, <laughs> oh. Dealer of the Year Award. And Littleton Coin was honored with the Better Business Bureau Torch Award for Marketplace Ethics, which is something that you need when you're dealing with a business that you have no idea about. Now, if you are a, uh, a, 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 I want to say, amateur numismatist, If you are somebody that really knows coins, then maybe you don't need Littleton Coin, or maybe you do. I know nothing about coins. I need Littleton Coins. I need to know that they are certified as being the most ethical place of people that I can trust and rely on to sell coins. So whether you're an experienced collector or you're someone like me who needs help identifying the difference between a penny and a nickel, I failed out of elementary school, Littleton Coin Company is the place to sell your U.S. coins and currency. The process is incredibly simple. Just go to littletoncoin.com slash Tesh, T-E-S-H. Uh, to learn more, or you can actually call them and speak to a human being, which is crazy in this day and age that you can actually talk to a person. One eight seven seven eight five seven seven eight five zero. That's one eight seven seven eight five seven seven eight five zero.
2: Hey, uh, Norma Kohler, thank you so much for your uh, for your post. Yeah, yeah, Norma's saying that when I when I take a shot of the um, of the coin of the Littleton coin, um, still. Uh, the photo that uh, that our our sound goes away. That's my fault. I didn't I didn't pre produce that properly. I'll fix that and thank you, Norman, because I would have kept doing that and uh, it would have been a bad mistake. Okay. Uh, well,
1: I also have more to talk to you about.
2: Oh, sure, go ahead.
1: So I also we've had on the show. Uh, we just talked about some memory improving things that you can do. We talked about um, classical music and rosemary oil. Well, those are things you can do to improve your your brain. But Dr. Daniel Amen, who has been a guest on this show is a brain genius. He is literally literally a brain genius. He's got like, what, 10,000? Cl- how many clinics does he have around the country? He's got a ton of clinics, seen 10, of pa- tens of thousands of patients. And so if you can't remember where you put your keys, if you forget to run an errand on your to-do list, it's because you're starting to lose your memory, or maybe it runs in your family like it does in mine. You do not have to panic because your brain is pliable. Your brain's history is not your brain's destiny. You can learn how to better your brain, including your memory, in the groundbreaking new book by New York Times bestselling author, Dr. Daniel Amen. And the new book is aptly titled Memory rescue. And Dr. Amen. You, you've interviewed Dr. Amen, right? I have.
2: Yeah, he's great. We've had him on the radio show. We've had him on our television show many, many times.
1: And he's all over PBS. He's always doing these specials. So his books offer answers that can improve your memory, decrease your risk of future memory-related problems or diseases. And they're based, again, on proven clinical results from all of the patients that he sees in all of his clinics where they have all kinds of brain games and scans that they put you through. He's a big fan of scanning your brain and learning what it, where its health is, and then you become uh, obsessed with making your brain better. That's, that's his MO. But this book has those tools that you can, you, you can use without actually going to his clinic. So for more information on Memory Rescue, go to www.memoryrescuebook.com. It's Dr. Daniel Amen. He's a board-certified psychiatrist. He offers these proven methods that he has literally proven in the lab and with research uh to rescue your memory and you can get your copy of Memory Rescue today. It's available wherever books are sold in stores or online. uh Memory Rescue because your brain's history does not have to be your destiny. www.memoryrescuebook.com. Okay, you done? I am actually That's not awesome. done. Go ahead. Because the holidays are coming up. Oh yeah. And you know what what do you like to give for the holidays? What's your favorite gift? I like to give um I like to give photo books as you know. I know and, th- and those are great great gifts. The thing is you don't always have time to open up the photo book and, and I miss seeing some of those memories. And there's some photos that are just exceptional. And they sit locked in my in my on my Facebook feed or locked in my digital devices on a hard drive somewhere. And I do nothing with them. But what a great time to get them printed up into a beautiful showpiece that I can hang on my wall. That's where Canvas Pop comes in. They're, they're totally personalized, American-made prints that are one of the easiest and most meaningful holiday gifts out there. All you have to do is find the photo. It doesn't matter what size it is. You upload it to their website. You place your order, and they turn it into a stunning photo print. Sometimes on Canvas, you can do it on, onto a, a pillow, a throw pillow. You can you know, put it onto a blanket. You can do it all, all kinds of things. You can print a photo of you and your wife, your family, your parents, your kids. For my mom this year, I got a picture of her and my son uh, that I think is, is absolutely gorgeous. That's, that's what I got her for that using Canvas Pop. It is the ultimate gift for literally anyone on your list. So if you're looking for one of these one of a kind personalized Christmas gifts this year, check out Canvas Pop. They're giving all of our listeners and viewers 50% off a minimum order of $100 when they use Tesh50 at checkout. That's T E S H 50 at checkout visit canvaspop.com and get your order in now. If you want it by Christmas, you got to get it in before December 17th to guarantee it's on time. Order now. Surprise your mom or dad with something better than socks or forgetting to get them a gift, which is what I do normally. Awesome. That's great. Sorry.
2: we needed to go to uh like some music or something. Uh I'm so, I'm searching the uh the next piece for the uh for the podcast. Um and it is the,
1: the, I I love this. So, um, people apparently, uh, let me find this, uh, well, speaking of this, pictures, it's important to know that, you know, that, that, uh, posting pictures of your loved ones can actually make you fall in love with is. your loved one in a different way, especially if you put them up with their pets, right? Yeah. Here we go.
2: Yeah. So, uh, and this is from, uh, the journal psychological science. So it turns out, uh, that people, uh, who are posting photos of their pets and their partners next to each other on the fridge their relationships are improving. And again, this is from a study in the journal Psychological Science. It found that when married couples viewed images of their partner plus a cute animal at least twice a week, the couples reported significantly more relationship satisfaction than those who just saw photos of their partner. So surveys show that most people now think of their pets as members of the family. Of course, we do too with Lucy, which means they automatically stir feelings of, Unconditional love, right, Kim? Yep. This new study suggests looking at images of your partner and pet together, or even a friend's pet, causes a huge oxytocin boost. So even if you don't, even if you don't have um, uh, a pet, a picture of a pet, if you just put a, a picture of your of your friend's pet up there, and it works the same way.
1: Or a picture of a panda bear, because I think baby pandas are one of the cutest things. Actually, I think baby <laughs> polar bears are the cutest animals. So I'm going to start putting my picture next to baby polar bears and see if it improves my relationship. <laughs> I love it because we don't have a dog, so I'm going to have to use. Well, if you're known to have an animal, I think you should use the cutest animals you can find. So, like sea otters, baby sea otters, yeah, baby pe- baby bears. I mean,
2: I already feel awesome. I'm just I'm looking at a picture of uh, of Connie and uh, Lucy right now, and uh, it's just uh, yeah, I, I feel like my relationship is in, is improving already.
1: I love Lucy to pieces. She's one of my favorite dogs we've ever had. Not the what's the word I'm looking for? Careful. She's not the most photogenic of dogs. How about that? Well, she got eaten by three coyotes. Okay. okay. I look, I love okay. her to pee. I'll snuggle her until the cows come home. We don't even have cows, so that'll be a long time. But I'm just saying she is. she's, she's a wiry-looking dog. <laughs> she's, not, she's not winning Westminster. She she That's, how about that?
2: She definitely is. Okay, here's an email we got from Sean Mills. Thank you, Sean, for the email. And thank you guys for posting on Facebook. I can't get to all your questions right now, but we will eventually. Uh, Sean writes, um, hey, John, I've heard that we can do better at something when we visualize ourselves doing it. How does that work? Now, first of all, Sean, Gibb and I are all about this. We, mm-hmm. you know, we, we love this. Um, so mental practice or visualization experts take can have real results, something athletes have been doing forever. I'm going to tell you about my experience with that uh, in, in a bit. They use mental imagery to enhance their physical performance. Um, and it, uh, research shows that going through motions in your head, like sinking a free throw or even nailing uh, an important speech, um, it can, it can be just as powerful if, as if you, uh, you're physically practicing and sometimes the results are even better in a study from Texas A&M medical students learned to draw blood. Uh, they received 30 minutes of instruction that was followed by 30 minutes of, uh, hands on training or 30 minutes of guided, uh, mental practice. And the mental practice had the same effect as the uh, actual physical practice.
1: I mean, look, I gotta say that is insane. That is absolutely insane. The fact that, that practicing for half an hour or just pretending to practice for half an hour has the, ultimately the same effect, and I and I I buy into this stuff. I buy hundred percent into this idea of visualization. I do it. I do it before sporting events. I do. I meditate almost every day. I do it before I have to perform something. I do the visualization thing. I'm 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 all in on it. I believe that our brains are way more powerful than we give them credit for. That like just by by going through the motions in your head, your brain is able to, to groove dendrites, so to speak. Those are the, the <laughs> that's right. grooving the gaps between your between your brain, so uh, between your neurons. So as you groove dendrites, you your brain uses less effort in order to do repetitive tasks. It's it's, it's called <laughs> muscle memory, whatever you want to call it. But the fact that your brain, your subconscious brain, can actually write the same amount of muscle memory as as actually doing the exercise is absolutely insane. I mean, I believe it. But that's crazy. I would I would have lost a bet. As much as I believe in visualization, there's no way I, be- I would have said if somebody said, "Okay, would you rather practice for half an hour or mentally pretend to practice for half an hour?" I would say, "Practice for half an hour." It's got to be better. It's got to be better.
2: So, uh, I when I was covering uh, downhill ski racing for mm-hmm. for CBS, um, I remember being in the start house with one of the you know, if you know your ski racing, you know who Franz Klammer is. He's one of the one of the all time uh, most successful, most decorated. Um, downhill ski racers he sounds of, of, like of a of villain
1: time. in a 1980s movie
2: yeah well and, and and all these guys you know all the all the ski racers uh, at least the downhillers you know they're they're our size they're you know six four plus mm-hmm. they weigh 230 pounds they're mostly hips and buttocks so they're just like they're like speed skaters right because that's where all their power comes from right and so i remember
1: well have you have you be holding a long fast turn is you, right, you, you, right, right. your your thighs are going to fall off it. right
2: right and you're and you're a skier and you and you absolutely know this uh, know this feeling and i've I used to uh, to ski with a lot of these guys, and and you and you watch them, and it's just, first of all, a downhill race is basically you know straight down for like mm-hmm. uh, you know two and a half minutes, but they also iced the, the course before just for fun. Um, but anyway, just uh, just for fun, just reason, for a lark. The reason I'm the reason, ice. reason I'm bringing this up is you know a visualization is that what I saw Klommer doing, and there's there there's video of this because we shot it ourselves in the start house before like there were three or four people that were going before him. Right, and he wasn't you know, like jumping up and down and exercising and stretching. He was standing there with his skis on, everything on his helmet, with his goggles on, and he was just going like this. He had his eyes closed, and he was going. What he was doing was, and you know, there's there must be like twenty or thirty turns at least in a, mm-hmm. in a downhill race, and he's going through the, through the race in his mind and visualizing. And then I, I read this story about how how Oscar Peterson, the great jazz pianist, you know, does the same thing. And so I said, well, maybe I can do this. And so a lot of times I will actually uh, practice songs. Although it didn't look like I like it when we were when you we were in Toronto and I screwed up a uh, uh, performance, but anyway, uh, well, you,
1: just for those folks that were not at the show, the one song you had to repeat, you had to start over, you got lost in the middle of it.
2: Yeah, I did. I was I was playing. I started playing "Give Me Forever" instead of uh, "It Wouldn't Be Christmas uh, with, Without You." But but what I uh, but I can actually practice, and I, I learned this from uh, from those guys. So you can visualize. This is what the whole thing we're talking about here is that it's possible to visualize um, success. And to, and, and to practice your, uh, your, your craft that way.
1: I, which, again, I, I, I believe it in my experience, but just this idea that it is as powerful as practicing itself, uh, or even more so, is... It's hard to believe, isn't it? It's, yeah. it's, it's, yeah. it, it, it's yeah. so hard to believe. Now, you have to be trained in how to do it. It's not like, oh, I imagine myself playing piano, and all of a sudden I have that ability. It's I learn how to play piano, but if I'm, I'm rehearsing in my head is just as effective as rehearsing uh, in reality. It is, it's crazy.
2: Yeah. yeah, I know. I love it. Um, let's talk about, uh, uh, about, about, we still have some more time, right?
1: Sure. Let's talk about uh, corporate. Because, you know, we don't have, uh, there's no show on after us.
2: We can go <laughs> as long as we want.
1: Let's talk about corporate, uh, corporate team building. Oh, so, yeah, because what's more fun than talking
2: about that? So if, you, if, you've ever, if you've ever worked for a big corporation or even, you know, we had this at, at Entertainment Tonight and at CBS Sports and stuff where, Those where, are where, where, you, uh, where you all get together. And you and you do like role playing, or you or even you know even corporate team building is the simplest way to look at it is like the is the is the company softball team. Yeah, you know or, you, yeah. you even do that at church. You have a you have a don't you have a church baseball team or football team or something?
1: Uh, I was in a, I was in a basketball team for my church for a while. We we do have some uh, we do have some weekend football games that we play occasionally. Yes. Yeah, and so it, it makes us closer for sure. So
2: that would be that would be considered uh, you know corporate team Damn, building, but definitely. but there's 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 something, <laughs> the latest uh, corporate activity team building. It doesn't involve uh you know like uh, football or baseball or or bowling. It's uh, more along the lines of being a um a, a lumberjack. So um it's uh it's it's all about indoor axe throwing, and I'm going to tell you about this. That um, seems insane. I know, it does. And I'm showing a, a, a picture that Jack Mottman put together of indoor axe throwing. Nothing, nothing I,
1: uh, makes you trust your fellow employees more than allowing them to throw axes around you, mm-hmm, anywhere near you. Mm-hmm.
2: So you're chucking a 16-inch axe into wooden targets. Indoor axe throwing started in Toronto about six years ago. It has spread to dozens of cities across, uh, across North America. Axe throwing venues are booked months in advance for this corporate team building. Um, birthdays and bachelor and bachelorette parties. This this would be the the best bachelor party ever. Axe throwing.
1: Yeah. Okay, <laughs> depends on what you're into, but yeah, it sounds oh, great. Oh, come on,
2: we went we went to with your uh, brother-in-law. We had the we bachelor went, we party shoot. was
1: shooting. Yes, we did. We shot yeah. guns. So at this a, is
2: throwing an axe. Now I'm I'm going to tell you some of the, some of the safety stuff. So Matt Willen is uh, uh,
1: Matt. Um, it's important. Wilson. Now we get to the space. Now that you guys are all sold on this idea of throwing an axe in order to make yourself, you know, in order to make you know Laura from accounting be more of a team player. Now we're going to you about the safety.
2: Okay, so uh, Matt Wilson is the founder of the Backyard Axe Throwing League. He chalks up its popularity by saying, quote, the beauty of an axe rotating through the air after it leaves your hand,
1: it brings us back to our, our roots. It makes it sound so majestic. I, I, again, I don't think that Laura from accounting is really majestically tossing that axe. I think, I think your first time out, it's a lot of, of thunking into the ground, personally, yeah. would be my guess. Uh, yeah, yeah.
2: Well, anyway, it's, it's very, very popular. Sessions typically cost 15 to $20 an hour per person. Coaches provide safety lessons, demonstrate proper technique. They supervise Good. games. Now, here, this is the most important part, Gib. There is, a, there is a chain link fence between ax, between axe throwing lanes. There would have to be, so yeah. you don't accidentally get impaled by an errant axe.
1: <laughs> Good. At least, they, at least they've forethought enough to know that yeah. accidental are, impalement is a we, possibility. We already
2: have for you some because I know there's people going to be going crazy for this with their bachelorette, especially bachelorette parties, because you women are crazy. uh uh, oh that's harassment i'm sorry uh coaches advise players to rock back and then snap forward Mm -hmm. using their abdominal muscles not their arms to power the axe toward the target and don't forget to follow through if you want to try it you can check out uh this i've got it right here so battlegrounds.com so you can see battle is spelled a little bit
1: differently yeah but it's battlegrounds.com and don't you think this is going to this is going to be huge gib i do i think I, i i i get the fun of it um, please go to one of the places. Do not just put an ax sewing place in your house if you don't know what <laughs> oh, you're doing. come on! You know, you know I'm going to do this. I'm 100% sure that you're going to do this. I, I know that tomorrow I'm going to go to the post office and there's going to be a bunch of packages with your name on them that I have to drive to your house and there's going to be like a big wooden ax sewing target and a set, uh, you know, the... I'll just get the the deluxe set of, of steel throwing axes.
2: Can you get my? Can you just get my uh, my compound bow out of yes, there? Yes, yeah, you get get keep out of talking, there, I'll and I'll keep going. Yeah, um, yeah. So anyway, um, the the uh, the axe the axe the indoor axe throwing. If you want to check it out, you just go to this way. or you can just basically um, Google indoor axe throwing. Um, and here's here's what the I'm going to have to <laughs> I'm gonna, I have to uh, to zoom you out here a little bit. Hold on. I, I got you zoomed in too far um so you can see this this thing so you're seeing you're seeing live television here folks
1: here he goes here he is so this is a uh this is a real compound bow and what's great about this is he bought this and a couple of crossbows uh on, at the same time he was like I, I, i'm gonna kill some coyotes on our property and so he goes to w- which website the bass pro website bass pro shop yeah yeah so he goes on there uh this is just a little bit of backstory he buys this a couple of crossbows. He's like, "I'm going to be John the Coyote Slayer. No longer will I be John the Grammy nominee. I will now be. I will be, be known throughout the land as the Coyote Slayer." Uh, and, and why don't you tell them the story of what happened when you could not figure out how to even load the crossbow? Yeah,
2: I well, I called up. Uh, I, I called up um, uh, Bass Pro Shops. And I got a, I got the helpline, and you know they're in, they're in uh, Missouri. So I, a, very, a woman, a very nice woman with a very strong Southern accent. Uh, and She may I help you. And I said, yeah, i I'm, I've brought the uh, X five nine thousand, and uh, I, I can't figure out how to, how to load it. Do you have a YouTube video or a DVD that you could send me? There's no instructions in this thing, and and, and she says, yeah, uh, sir, uh, any, anybody uh, who buys the X five thousand, there it was, uh, they, they usually, uh, they usually know how to use it. Mm-hmm. Um and so do you? Uh, did you order a crank? And I said a uh, crank. No, I didn't order a crank. They said we're going to need to order a crank. I can help you with that. So I I felt like a complete <laughs> <laughs> wait. Wait, you felt like a complete idiot. I was a complete you were idiot. Yeah, there, yeah, you yeah, yeah. there. You go there. You go. But I thought you know I thought maybe like you know if if I'd ordered on Amazon, they would have said you know you might also like the crank.
1: Yeah, yeah you, you see, th- let's definitely blame Brat Bass Pro. For you, for you buying the, mo- the deluxe crossbow and not knowing how to use it. Uh, hey, yeah. Lisa,
2: Lisa ba- Beauregard says, I loved the concert in Richmond Hill last Saturday. Oh, Lisa, thanks for we, coming we, out. Yeah, we loved being with you. Um, and Richmond Hill, oh, That's that was cool. in Toronto. Toronto. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot of people, George uh, Baker saying he loves the radio show. Uh, thank you guys for, uh, for, for checking in here. We're starting to lose our audience, Gabe. I think it may be because of my, my conversations about the, um, about the crossbow maybe. Uh, okay. So let's talk about um, let's talk about getting a, a, a quick pick-me-up, okay? So mo- most of the time when we when we look for a uh, uh, a pick-me-up, we um <laughs> we we drink coffee. I drink or, coffee. I, drink I drink a mean lot that's of co- my I drink, I drink a lot of coffee. I'll drink coffee all day long. So but there are many other ways to boost your energy. For example, you can watch a uh, a funny video. Um, guilty yeah and, and and you could watch an intelligence for life some of uh, video some of their our, our videos are, are very very funny but that um what that does when you watch the uh the funny video is that uh it switches your focus to something enjoyable and it breaks your brain out of a rut mm. and it can stimulate stimulate your energizing brain waves that's why you can tell your boss that we recommend that you uh, about every 30 minutes or so
1: that you uh that you watch a um uh, a, a cat video, okay. like that. So memorize this right now out there, everybody. The next time your boss catches you watching YouTube or something or watching a comedy on Hulu uh, while you're at work, turn to them and say, actually, this is making me more productive because it improves my mood and makes me better for the rest of the day. So you need to step off. You can't use it too much because if they find out that you're watching it not- doing nothing but that all day, then they'll get mad. But use this, bookmark this. There you go, your free excuse for the day. Um, also, um, what else? Oh, no, I,
2: I clicked the wrong thing. Uh, water, too. Uh, you can get a pick-me-up uh, pick from a glass of water. A study found that being as little as 2% dehydrated slows blood flow to the brain, which is a surefire way to feel sluggish. You know, I'm reading this book, right? Yeah. This, uh, this TB12. T- TB12, the Tom Brady book. Mm-hmm. And he drinks water all day. He believes that that's part of the reason, the big reason for his success, is that his, it, his muscles are pliable, and also it, it, uh, it allows him to be really mentally uh, acute uh, uh, being he is acute i know <laughs> i know that uh that, that i'm dehydrated because I, I just don't drink enough water
1: well and you, so in addition to all sorts of body processes needing water uh one of the things that happens is the less water you drink the thicker your blood actually gets thicker and your heart has to work harder you're literally stressing your body by being dehydrated uh in addition to like all of the things that require water your concentrations of different you know uh, electrolytes in your body that require water in order to be in, in order to hit homeostasis, your blood is actually thicker, your heart is going to work harder, uh, and it's going you know, to make it so that you can't be one of the top five quarterbacks of all time.
2: <laughs> that was well said. Um, hey, let's talk about uh, real quickly. Let's talk about being in Downey, February 3rd. It's coming up. Teshmusic. dot You can see that right there on the uh, uh, on the on the video. I want to go um, to that one. It's it's me and Gib and, Gibb and uh, Mark Vischer on saxophones and, and flutes. And um uh, if you somewhere here on, on Facebook, there are a lot of uh, a lot of great comments about uh, about what we've been doing. It's a, it's really a storyteller's thing, and it's been it's been great fun to uh, see the reaction of the audience.
1: Yeah, well, it's, if you've ever wondered what it was like to write music for the Tour de France. John's going to tell you, if you want to know how the NBA on NBC theme song was written, Round Ball Rock, John's going to tell you, if you want to know uh, what the cost, what it cost him in his life to follow his dreams, he's going to tell you. It's the story behind his whole career from broadcasting to music to all of it, uh, interspersed between uh, the songs that, that uh, well, for the Christmas show, it, it was a good Christmas time, but for our regular show, it's just, it's, it's a bunch of inspirational songs uh, with a bunch of inspirational commentary from you i think you do a great job i appreciate it
2: i love doing i love working with you people really respond to uh the songs that you give Has written some really funny songs that he plays in the ukulele and also there's a great piece uh leonard cohen's um hallelujah is a song oh yeah you gotta come and see and, and see that so that's pretty much what we've uh what we've got today Um, and I really appreciate all you guys, not only listening to the podcast, but also facebook.com slash, uh, John Tesh. If you have questions, you have topics, maybe we're not hitting the relationship stuff hard enough, or you want more stuff on pets, you know, let us know. Uh, you can, you can let us know on, on Facebook and Gibbs going to tell you how you can, um, you can like our podcast and we can keep doing it.
1: Well, Hey, if you're watching on Facebook right now, go ahead and go to iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcast, and search for intelligence for your life the podcast. And if you do like this, please rate, comment, and subscribe. Tell your friends about it because that's how we get to keep doing it. And like John said, facebook.com slash John Tesh at John Tesh on Twitter. I'm facebook.com slash Gerard uh, at Gerard on all of the social platforms. So you can check me out there. Uh, and thank you guys so much for watching slash listening today. Yeah,
2: we really enjoyed bringing you this stuff and we'll talk to you next time 18 plus.